This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Well, this sucks. brother can you hear us can you hear me guys yes i can hear you perfect, perfect. that's good what's new <laughs> nothing oh. right now man just we're, we're waking up trying to uh trying to uh get going for the day i uh my girlfriend uh, came in from texas yesterday and so we got home last night and just been playing and my kid hurt my pup last night accidentally so Aww. yeah <laughs> yeah that's all right so is that was yeah. what is that were you on the plane with your girlfriend last night? Is that what that uh, little Facebook post was there when you're up in the air? No, I was flying for elk yesterday. Well, you're flying for elk yesterday. Yeah. Wish I could fly for elk here. <laughs> here bring that <laughs> yeah, plane yeah. up here. I'll tell you where we can go look. Yeah. No, I flew a, um, a friend of mine drew what, what they call a, a premium tag. They give, uh, they give one tag uh, per unit down here. Uh, it's, a, it's a draw. And... Uh, it's um um starts august 1st and goes through november 31st oh, and they okay. do they do one for elk in each unit uh and then they do uh one tag for uh mule deer in each unit and then they do one tag for antelope in each unit that way as well oh, so, okay all right <clears throat> but we're trying to kill a bull in velvet so That'd be so i went out with, when's that tag open starts august 1st oh wow jeez yeah yeah so and a buddy of mine drew it and so he he lives about five hours from me and so i took the plane up yesterday and went and uh flew that country and it's it's pretty neat country it, you go from about uh yeah 40 4200 feet clear up to almost eleven thousand on that mountain oh wow yeah. that's big yeah yeah it's uh it's a huge it's a huge uh it's a huge uh tourist uh place um it's called the steens mountain and it runs from um 
kind of just south of my town here, uh, down into Nevada. Oh, okay. Because yeah, cool. I'm only, I'm only uh, probably hmm, maybe 90 miles from Nevada from my house here. Oh, yeah. Wow. Nice, nice. Yeah. Sorry. You guys, you, you want to get rolling? Pete, do you want to take the lead on this one? Yeah, set sure. It up? Okay. Sure, sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, so Brad, there's a lot of people out there that uh, don't know who you are. You know, we've kind of met through social media and a few little teams that we've uh, We've, we've been together on, so it's been, been a pleasure meeting you, but why don't you let everybody know who you are, kind of what you do, and uh, yeah, that's Sounds that's good. Fun. So my name is uh, Brad Clemens. Uh, I'm out of uh, Southeast Oregon, um, born and raised in between here and Montana, um, and uh, started uh, my first kind of job to get me into the outdoor industry was logging in the woods. Um, and then I started my own logging company in uh, 2013 um, and kind of been uh, doing that pretty much now as a side job. Um, I also have a consulting and brokerage company in the outdoor industry, selling hunts all over the world for people. Um, and then I uh, got the opportunity to uh, hunt with a friend of mine on an outdoor TV show called Western Extreme. Uh, did that for a few years with him. Um, Gained a lot of experience. Uh, gained a lot of people that I, uh, I, a lot of connections, I guess you'd call it. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where I got my start. And then, uh, so what I started doing was talking to these outfitters and and trading a lot and booking them clients and filming for them and things like that. And it's actually turned into a pretty good deal. Um, last year, I shot the 37 animals, like per se last year, um, year before 16 this year, if I, if I fill out, I should shoot around 45 this year. Um, That's counting, insane. What counting what I've already shot since January for sure. So yeah, it's fun. Um, I get a lot of amazing opportunities. I'm very blessed to, to do it. Uh, this year I got, uh, probably one of my most epic hunts that I've ever wanted to do. Um, I've shot, shot a lot of dangerous game in Africa and stuff like that, but I finally get to go to uh, Kodiak Island um, in November and try to kill my first brown bear with a bow. That's awesome. I think that's, I think that's the pinnacle for all bow hunters is a, yeah. is a grizzly or brown bear. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and then uh, I, I'm part of this fun little contest. It's called the bow hunting league. And uh, last year I won the worlds and uh, the biggest buck, the top five biggest bucks killed most of us. Let me say, let's put it this way. The most uh, bone on a deer's head out of five deer. I, I won that last year. I was, uh, now granted I was minus 80 inches due to uh, on a mule deer. They, they knock him down 20 right off the bat. So if he's a 180, he's a 160 just to score right compared to a whitetail. And so I was part of that contest last year and I shot 753 inches of horn minus 80 inches on five deer. Yeah. So that was impressive. And can you, I just joined it last year. I, yeah. I'd kind of heard it through all of you guys off a couple of the teams there. It was lots uh -huh. of fun. It's a free entry for people. Anybody who wants to take a look into it. Um, it's really neat to see the different animals from around the States <coughs> and right. in Canada as well. Like if you're, if you're from Canada and stuff, you can join it. Um, yeah. It, it, was, it was pretty awesome to see. Yeah. Actually my team this year, uh for the deer part is uh i'm running uh, my guys are both canadians um kyle sinclair of course um yeah. and then uh trey tough um the uh a kid's just a kid but he's he, that kid kills some absolute giants i think his dad must have some pretty good connections well, yeah you have to cool. that's one thing about up here in canada is we don't we're not very liberal with our cross-border like provincial border and hunting we got to be hosted in Saskatchewan. you can't even hunt 
I know down the states there, you guys, you guys can get OTC tags in other states and makes it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, it's um, <clears throat> that's. Uh, I mean, you still got to draw for some, especially out west. You got to draw for a lot of the tags. I mean, there is some over the counter tags, um, which you know some are pretty decent tags. But um, if you want some of the good tags, it, it takes a few years. I drew, I drew an amazing mule deer tag it starts uh, in a couple of weeks here august i leave i think i leave august 18th or 19th for utah for velvet mule deer um and that should be a, a really good hunt and then i go from there back up here for a mule deer i've been chasing for a couple of years um i've sent some pictures to pete he's gonna he's gonna go over 200 this year um i, I would say closer to the 210 215 range yeah, um, he's, he's nice let's see if i can find it for kevin here yeah um, and that, and those were last year's pictures. Um, I've got pictures of them this year. I've actually got some, some bucks coming in this year that I was telling Kyle the other day, I said, I think I'm sitting all right. I think my smallest bucks probably a 170 something coming in, nice. um, this, yeah. So, but no, like I said, the bow hunting league's a lot of fun. Um, you, you meet some people uh, last year, they have what they call the showdown. Um, and it, it was taking place in florida last year so the first in the country a uh, part of the other part of the, the league um get to all go down there and meet up um and just have a good time for a few days and try to kill some deer um this year it's in arkansas on a, a private ranch um and so yeah it's a lot of fun but so what kind of critters does it uh like in the bow hunting league how does that work is it all deer or you you mix an elk or like is there small uh, game in there as well no it's uh so they have they have they have competitions kind of pretty much year round right now they're doing the the one shot competition which is you shoot target and uh video record it and send it in and you can win prizes you know earlier in the spring was turkey um and then they have the um the deer contest which is any species of deer except granted except for an axis um you know a coos deer mule deer whitetail sick of blacktail columbia blacktail any of those counts as points and and then they also have an elk hunting competition. And so these competitions, you pick your own team, which is fun. They have, they have some other competitions out there and they're not free um, that other people have. And, and, they, and a lot of times you don't get to pick your team. And that's the fun part is you get to pick the guys you want to be with. You don't even have to hunt with them. Um, you know, so say Pete was hunting with me and shoots a buck. And so he'll just send me the info and with pictures uh, of the, what they require and i put it on the page and and then uh, email it into the stuff and it's pretty simple and you can win some pretty cool prizes too like it's really well sponsored from all yeah. over it's huge and not that that matters it's all about the camaraderie camaraderie right. and everything but yeah it's actually there's some pretty cool stuff that's available out there and that's the oh, one yeah. like the the elk sign up i was telling you about it kevin i can't remember if it's in threes or fours but that was i think that one's in threes <laughs> That was, was that total points for the more. team. Is that how that works? Total points. So, so on the elk, elk's a little different. Um, these guys are whitetail boys that are trying to figure out how to uh, run an elk hunting competition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so they uh, they don't they don't go off the score of the elk. So it's kind of funny. So if he's a six point bull, six by six bull, uh, you get twelve points for that bull. And uh, so in the office, in, so on and so forth. So if he's a five right. by five, you get ten points. You know, however it comes oh, okay. out okay i get you uh, six by five eleven i get you yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean pete would even have a chance if you shoot a cow you get three points so you know i mean he might even have a chance that way 
Oh yeah, I don't even know if I'd have a chance there. I might get a good selfie with that cow. Yeah, that's, that's about the thing it. I was gonna say. He's here to take the best <laughs> selfie there is. I promise you that. Just yeah. you might not have anything with it. No, that's all right though. <laughs> you're you're gonna enjoy the photo. I'm gonna guarantee you that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah. can put it up beside you when you're out hunting your own and be like, ah, oh, Pete, this is for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So so when did yeah. you get into bow, uh, bow hunting? I started bow hunting uh, when I was 17, um, which was 20, well, like, I'll be 42, so whatever that equals out to on you. Um, so a and, while. Uh, we'll just say a yeah. while. We won't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I used to, I grew up rifle hunting with my family, and, and to be honest, it, it, I, I lost interest in hunting because it, was, it wasn't a challenge um, to me to to hunt with a rifle and it wasn't exciting I, I was um I guess bottom line it was I was just losing interest in doing it and I was like man I'm gonna start bow hunting and picked up the bow and I never looked back and I've had very good success um I've been lucky enough to harvest a, a lot of animals and so yeah it's, a, it's been a lot of fun so you when you say any... you picked up a bow, oh, you want to go? No, please? no, go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. I was going to say, so when you, you say you picked up a bow, was it you picked up a bow and you put away the rifle forever or did you, was it a gradual progress? Because I know. Never, never hunted with a rifle since. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, first, year I, first year I picked up a bow. I picked up a bow in the, in the springtime. I had a, I, I, my first bow was a, a was a Martin, um, I can't remember what first Martin it was, but I shot the Martin Firecats for years. Um, but the first one I think was a Panter, Pantera or something like that. And I shot Martins for uh, quite a few years there. They were, they were just, they were shot good. And, um, and then I went to, um, I shot a Matthews for a couple of years. And then I, I, mean, I pretty much shot Botex since they've come out. Right. So. Yeah. That's, uh, that's why my brother, he, he's, uh, he got a new Hoyt this year and he's going back to his old, the old boy Botech, he just he just loves the feel of it. Yeah, yeah, they, really. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. I'm shooting. Uh, I'm pretty blessed. They they work with me pretty good. Botech does. Um, I shot the F SR350 uh, when it was first come out, first released. That's the bow I shot and shot a few animals in January with it. Um, and then um, uh, now I'm shooting at the CP28. Those are both um, unreal bows. I remember yeah. we, we chatted about this for a while when they came out and I was looking for my new bow this year. I think I was talking to you and Kyle Sinclair and uh, yeah. it, the draw cycles on them. They're, they're insanely smooth. Like, and oh. I thought the CP 28 being a smaller axle to axle, I am being as fast as it is. I thought it was going to be pretty aggressive, like just with that hump and everything. And I, I couldn't believe how, how smooth they were pulling back. Is that a carbon bow? No, none of them are carbon bows. It's all aluminum. Um, so, no, they're uh, um, they're all aluminum. Um, mm -hmm. I've just had really good luck with the Bowtex, and uh, I, I'm like Pete. I've never shot a short bow. My arrows are longer than my bow, or axle to axle, anyways. And unbelievable how well that that CP. I, I would rather shoot that CP28 over that 350. Um, Which I really is saying like a lot. It. Yeah, I really like it. Um, What's your draw length, Brad? I shoot 30. Oh, you do, eh? Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah the bow is maxed out, of course. Um, yep. and then but no, it, it shoots amazing. Um, it's it doesn't have the speed as the SR350, <clears throat> but it's uh definitely um definitely very smooth 
just it's just nice but shooting very nice shooting bow yeah well, you're remember. gonna get you're probably gonna get good arrow speed anyway with a 30 inch draw length so yeah well i don't i i don't shoot a lot of poundage <clears throat> i mean my 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 main hunting boat i shoot i've been shooting 55 pounds and right. then uh, the bow that i'm taking uh, to shoot the brown bear i'm only going to shoot it at 63 gotcha yeah, my cousin, it's, he's getting older. He's 50 now. He has Ooh. an 80-pound old Hoyt. It was one of the very first ones they used with Redworks, and it's got right. tiny cams on it. Man, like, it's hard to pull back, and he's so stubborn. He won't torque <laughs> it down, and he, won't get a, and he won't get a he won't get a smaller poundage bow. And I'm like, dude, why don't you just get a new bow and just get smaller poundage? He's like, fuck you. I can pull it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean... <clears throat> Some guys are just that way. I mean, I don't like the heavy poundage. I, I used to shoot that big weight, but I have a bad shoulder, and so it's it doesn't work very good yeah, anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's all about arrow placement. I mean, that's the thing. Like, he could only pull his bow back three times, and then he's you know he's sitting down drinking beer ice in his shoulder, so it doesn't do him a lot yeah, of good. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, I don't I don't see any point in that. There's no point in killing yourself to shoot a bow, and you know now maybe you're not going to shoot. Um, super far i mean i i had a good one last year um it was my my best shot i've ever made on an animal my prior best shot i shot a sika blacktail 121 um smokes. but i shot a pronghorn antelope in new mexico last year at 136 yeah that that's, that's uh, awesome. i don't think you, yeah that, i can't even see that like i was shooting 100 yards last weekend and it's like your pin covers that whole target at 100 yards yeah yeah it, i shoot a I shoot an option site, which is a super sweet site by uh, Dan Evans out of Montana. Um, and it gives me the cool part about that site is the housing doesn't move. It's just the pin moves. Oh yeah. And so you, you don't lose that distance for your broadhead to come underneath you. Yeah. Oh, that's um, a good idea. <laughs> and, uh, the, the guide was the, the guide that was with me. Actually, my daughter was there too, but the guide was sitting beside me and he's, he goes, I ain't never seen nothing like that. He goes, I've seen people with rifles messing up that far. Yeah, no doubt. And That's a good um, poke, man. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a, it was a good shot. Um, like I said, it was, it was fun with my daughter there, and, um, and then I, I was on a roll there to keep everything over a hundred. I shot him, and a week later, I shot a caribou right at almost a hundred in Alaska, and then. Uh, I messed it up. I had to shoot a mule there at six yards. So that really took my head <laughs> that sucks when that happens. Hey, yeah. Yeah. So but no, I shot some neat ones last year. I got to shoot my first alligator, killed a 12 foot two alligator with a bow. That was pretty um, cool. That one. Yeah. I killed the, Oh, another Buffalo. Um, just American bison. Um, and then, uh, several deer, um, some sheep, um yeah i just kind of had a variety pack this year this or last year this year's uh like i said i've got a lot of deer hunts i didn't want uh these whitetail guys didn't think i could win it two years in a row and i need to prove prove to them that i can now when it comes to that individual part of the bull hunt league i know it's a huge thing but yeah. how many people are in it on app you know like even last year do you remember how many total there was well, like it's 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 big um well everybody has your, your own individual score i mean it doesn't matter if uh you know you shoot one deer if you shoot uh 
you know, 20. Yeah. Um, it's still uh, on the individual score. Everybody gets an individual score. Um, um, no matter what, I don't, like I said, I don't care if you kill one, if you kill 10. Oh, okay. Um, that, that was going to be my one question. So, cause like most guys aren't going to be able to go out and kill 45 animals. So it's going to get kind of going to be no contest, but if, if you can go on, on just one individual animal, that definitely makes it a lot more enticing for newcomers. Yeah, no. And that's the thing is it don't matter. Um, they have, they have so many different avenues to win something, um, uh, per se down here in the States, they don't have it for Canada yet, which that's the way it is. But, um, they have prizes for each state that wins. So like last year, I won three different states last year um, on the biggest buck killed in those states. Um, and there's prizes for that. Um, and then there's a team score of, they take the, the, the biggest buck you kill, even if you, even cause you can only enter up to five. Um, but if you, uh, you know, your, your team score, so say Pete, Pete shoots a 200 and Kevin, you shoot a 180 and I shoot a 160 that's our team score because right? those oh, are the three okay. biggest bucks we killed right and then cool the individual score is i i just per se i kill five 160s and that's my that's my um individual score and so there, there's prizes for all all of those i mean for the top oh. team this year shoot they've got bows donated to top team this year nice yeah they got the, the top three guys get the top three or top team of three guys gets new bows oh okay and there's some other stuff too like i think they were looking for uh the, the i think they tried to get at least one taxidermy um per state, per state to mm-hmm. donate a shoulder mount um, yeah, i'm not yeah. sure which category that goes for but that's I thought the, that that's was the biggest cool. buck that's the biggest buck killed per state pete um oh, okay gets a free shoulder mount um and the funny thing is if you look at the the map of the people that are the, the states that don't have uh um uh, a sponsor right now they're all around me because i was supposed to do that but i kind of forgot so i just pay for my own tax <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there's oregon and idaho and uh a couple others right out here that uh that don't have sponsors yet and <laughs> so it's it's kind of funny but yeah they pretty much i mean dang they've almost got all 50 states filled up with uh donations from taxidermists. oh yeah well i i mean the you're putting down 37 animals. You get a free tax here or there. That's definitely going to help. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> my taxidermist loves me. Yeah. <laughs> I've kind of slowed down though. I've had to make some rules on what, what I can and what I can't mount. Cause I have no more it's, room, man. It's hard. Like it's hard once you get into mounts. It's funny. Cause for the longest time I, I didn't like the, I didn't like the, uh, you know, like the, the shoulder mounts and the full mounts and stuff. And I think that most of them, cause most of the time, like, I'd never seen any, or I wasn't around any good ones. And then you start, like I moved down here and there's a little more options. And then you start seeing some of like some good work and you're like, man, that sure looks cool. And then you, there's so many different, yeah. you know, forms now that you can, you can get these critters doing just different yeah. stuff and neat stuff, man. Yeah. It's pretty neat. So, but well, I gets a yeah, I've got on that. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Kevin, but they have the, uh, the backpack mount. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting one. my mule deer from last year mounted in that on that one same thing yeah so i just uh so right now i have in the process of uh i got my mountain goat back and i got my black bear back but i have a mountain lion um i have a buffalo i have an axis deer that my actually my daughter shot the axis deer um white tail a sheep 
I think I've got six or seven backpack mounts being done right now. Nice. Yeah, I those like are those. Cool. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny too. I was looking for an old vintage, like wooden, you know, the old trappers pack. Yeah. I couldn't find one. I found one on eBay and it was, man, it was like $220 Canadian plus to get it up here. I was blown away with how much it cost. Yeah. yeah crazy. Yeah. That's, a, <clears throat> that's, that's the hard part, you know, is the, the, for you guys anyways, is getting stuff out of the States. You know, yeah. Pete and I were talking about that, about some arrow stuff the other day and about getting it up there. And it's just darn, it's so expensive. It's, yeah. To, to just get it there yeah but, and our currency exchange like exchange rate and everything yeah so yeah 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 so but no it's uh this year is going to be it's going to be a pretty cool year i've <clears throat> i pretty much allocated it around um um this deer competition just to uh, <laughs> just to win it again yeah so you must uh you must you must live a pretty busy life there wearing all those hats. You said you got a, you got a logging company, which yeah, uh, I, it's, it's got to be tough work, on its own. I work about, I, <laughs> I work about three months a year and hunt the rest. <laughs> Man, I, I need to get that. I need, yeah, I, I got to get on that schedule. Yeah, I work. Uh, I think Pete's on that schedule. I wish yeah, I was yeah. on that okay. schedule. <laughs> Yeah, Pete's on the selfie schedule, Kevin. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that. Well, like, he sends me pictures every day of huge deer at work. Like, and I'm like, yeah. dude, what do you do at work, man? Like, you're well, getting, like, <laughs> just constantly monster bucks. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Well, at least he's sending them up deer. Usually, I'll, I mean, he's usually <laughs> taking pictures of himself. Yeah, like, it's just for you, Brad. Yeah, <laughs> different poses and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> when I first seen this, I'm like, who is this guy? I mean, this is like <laughs> selfie Bob here, you know? And, uh, <laughs> See, we so. need to collab together, Brad. You get all the kill shots and stuff, and I'll do yeah. all the lead-up work, all the trail cam stuff, and just all the scenery stuff and the selfie stuff, and you just do your kill shot stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I, like I was telling uh, Blake last year, I said, uh, I'll tell you what, since uh, you're not killing anything, Blake, I said, what I'll do is I'll take a picture of the animal kind of on the horizon, <laughs> and then you can just crop yourself in yeah <laughs> somebody <laughs> made a comment ab on, on about that on my instagram page they called me a selfie queen so i had to make sure the next post they did it didn't involve me it <laughs> did or didn't no no it didn't <laughs> so i made damn sure that it didn't involve me that's, that's hilarious, hilarious. That's so hilarious. I'm, I'm curious brad is yeah how many hunts do you have planned to bring your daughter out like because i i, I do follow you like on facebook and stuff yeah. like that and, and we kind of know you know each other on the side too right i think it's awesome that that she goes out with you and she loves it yeah no she's uh she's she's six years old um she's uh she's shot seven animals with a crossbow so far um being her first one a, a bull elk at four years old with a crossbow Unreal. um yeah she's uh you're how old 40 oh three <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm <laughs> I'm just for, getting bashed today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, anyways, uh, she uh, she's got uh, she's going to shoot a whitetail this year. Um, she kind of really wants to shoot another elk, and so I, I might take on another elk hunt. Um, nice. She she just absolutely loves it, um, and she loves to just go. I take her a lot with me. I mean, I've had her since she was a baby. I had a I built a pack frame. I took a pack frame, I should say, and then I converted it and I put a backpack inside of it where she could literally sit and then uh, 
on the on the on a pack frame as you all know there's that little bench that comes out where you can yeah. put your head and stuff on well that's yeah. where she would put her feet um and as she got older she she figured out how to get out of it and she would actually stand on that and ride and hold on and go with me <laughs> um and from shed horn hunting to to hunting elk and deer and and she's done really i mean just amazing them um she she loves to shoot. She's she's shooting a, another a, a bow a compound now. I, I put a release on her finger, and um, within two days, I mean, she's shooting out to twenty yards at six years old. That's awesome. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, she's just a natural at it, and and she likes it. She really likes it. And yeah, <clears throat> she loves to go. And she, you know, when her first hunt that she ever went on when she was four, I I told her I uh, she was talking about wanting to go and wanting to go with dad, and I said, well, I'll tell you what, I said. I'll buy you a hunt, but you're going to help me this summer. And, uh, that's when I was doing, finishing up a little bit of guiding and stuff, uh, kind of my last years of guiding. And, uh, she, so she went out when she would, uh, come to dad's house, she would, uh, I'd say, what do you want to do? And she'd be like, well, yeah, we need to go up to John's or we need to go out to Sage Hen or we need to go here. Um, we got to go check cameras. And, and, and she put the incentive in and yes, I mean, she was out there checking cameras. She was, you know, helping me, check water check feed all of it and yeah she just it's pretty pretty awesome That's how cool. did she like the has she shot with her the trigger yeah uh like uh like a crossbow she shoots a trigger or you mean a release release yeah sorry yeah no she's shooting with a release already like i said i i got it uh botech got it a bow for us um and she shot it a couple times with fingers because i couldn't find a release that would fit her hand yeah and uh, she uh, figured it out. We found one and put it on. And yeah, she shot the house the first two shots. And after that, she was shooting good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my daughter. My daughter's, she just turned nine. She's been shooting a bow for a while. And she's probably like her. She's just a natural. I tried to get her into a release this year, but she, she just didn't like it. She likes shooting fingers. So yeah. I said, if you like, that's what you like, then go back and, and do it. I'm not going to force as long as you're shooting, I'm not going to make it uncomfortable for you right right no and it's it's mainly gaining muscle memory on how to draw the bow and mm -hmm. position right and have your feet and set your feet and all that and yeah no she she does really good and she i mean she loves to shoot so yeah i think that's the biggest thing is feet i in my garage i uh i got my kids to stand there and then i i took a felt pen and i drew around their feet where they have to stand so each time when they shoot they have to make sure that they're in there first before i give them an arrow there you go. That's a, that's a pretty good, I've not, I never thought of it like doing it that way, but man, that's a, that's a great way to do it. Um, I always just turn your feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I did that with my oldest. I got three kids and I did that with my oldest and I was constantly fighting him to get his feet positioning. Right. And then for this second and third, I was like, you know what, screw it. You know, we got a big enough garage where they can shoot, you know, mm -hmm. from end to end 40 feet. So um, yeah, I just, I, they don't shoot that far, but I just, I put, uh, I put them both there and I said, okay, get your feet in the right position. I'm going to draw, put a felt pen around it. And then that's where you guys stand when you shoot. And I'm not giving an arrow till you do it. And then like my daughter now from doing that for, you know, the longest time now, she just, it's just an instinct to her. The, the youngest one, he's, he's not quite there yet. Right. He wants the, he wants the arrow before anything. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. No, that's, it's, that's awesome that you know that the kids are doing it, you know, and, um, Kyle, they're up there and, up there where you guys are he uh you know he's got his boy doing it and kyle's pretty big into the bow stuff too and so yeah it's it's a it's an awesome deal so where's kyle from i don't think i know kyle uh, he's in alberta i can't alberta. remember what town he's in right 
<clears throat> I think he's in the same town as Blake Richardson, I think, or close yeah. to Grand Prairie or something. Yeah, they're oh, up okay. north up, there somewhere. Up north there. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Way up north. Yeah. So. Yeah, and Kyle's um, been doing it pretty much his whole life, too. Same same kind of deal. Like. Yeah, I actually got Kyle hooked up with Bowtech this year. He, You know, he's always shot a Bowtech, and he called me and said, hey, how can I take this to the next level with these guys? I said, you know, so I gave him the pointers how to do it. And um, yeah, now he's a shooter for Bowtech as well. Nice. So, you know, and he, he does a good job and he shoots good and he always kills some pretty nice animals. And he, he's like, Pete, he takes really good pictures. Um, he's a phenomenal but, photographer. But the, the only difference between Kevin, the only difference between Pete, <laughs> Pete and Kyle is Kyle at least has an animal in his picture with him. You know, Pete just smiling. <laughs> You just you just wait this year. Pete, Pete does have a few animals. They're just you know, yeah yeah. They're just not well, he takes around. A with his, he takes a picture with his dog and his cat and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? My photoshopping abilities are gonna go next level this year, and you're gonna you're gonna be looking at myself. He's like, that looks like my deer. Like, That's yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm gonna be you know, mounted right behind there. <laughs> Brad, yeah. you know the thing about Pete is he's actually a, he's an actual animal lover, so. Um, yeah exactly I mean, we all yeah. love animals but uh yeah 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 <laughs> that's what I, I, was, I was curious of why you know he does never kill anything but i'm starting to figure it out now Kevin. i'm actually glad i talked to you because he just said he struggled but he never would tell why he struggled those because he's too soft hard to let no him man in. he had a he had a nice elk at man i don't even know how close it. he just didn't want to shoot it 14 yards 14 yards and 14 yards yeah yeah he's uh yeah, he's definitely, you know, that's fine. You know, we like we like guys like that. There's oh, I, yeah. you know, I I love hunters. I think hunters are the greatest thing in, in the in that there is to do for the industry, but you know, there's only very few of us killers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I love yeah, it. And I'm probably gonna hear about it this year too, because I'm playing guide this year more than I am hunting, just, yeah. just the wife and family. They got moose draws, so it's more yeah, know. we're gonna have to get your wife down to show, I think. Yeah, that'd Mine? be pretty cool. Yeah, no, I get roasted be putting enough all, as putting it all is. the meat in your uh, in your freezer this year. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> she's yeah. been the day she drew that tag. Let me tell you, I haven't heard the end of it. Be That's like, awesome. Yeah, and be like, okay, well, we need to put in all this time. You know, go scouting and do this kind of stuff. She's like, why? Uh -huh. I'm gonna drive off the road. I'm gonna walk in 50 yards. I'm gonna go shoot my moose, and I'm gonna go back to the truck and say, put my moose in my truck for me. <laughs> right. That's all I've been hearing. So uh, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, that's that awesome. Should be, should be a good time this year. So I don't, I don't mind. Cause that the way our odds are up here, even though we're in Canada, um, this draw, I, I know people who have gotten it like a few times over 10 years. And um, mm -hmm. I drew it, I think it was four years ago. And then we split up our groups. Um, so there's always somebody in one of our households that can potentially have a tag if that's somebody awesome. gets it, but it literally the way that the draws go up here, it literally could be our last shot at a moose here. Like oh, I, know really? people, I know people who have been drawing the same draw for 20 years and have never got it. So you honestly never know. You might fluke out, you might get it again, mm -hmm. um, but you got to treat it like it's your last one. So if elk, whitetail, mule deer all have to get set aside. You do it because you never know when you're going to get another shot. Right. Right. That's all. Yeah. That's well, like down here on our, uh, like our, uh, our sheep, uh, or our our, uh, our mountain goats, um, it's a once in a lifetime tag down here. Like you can you can only draw it once and you're done. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know they, we don't have the numbers you guys do. They, they used to bring a lot of sheep out of 
um, Canada down here and, and, and transplanted them down here for bighorn. So yeah, yeah I think things aren't so good with those up here anymore. Like where I am. No, no, they're, they're plummeting bad and the government isn't, they're not managing them properly at all. It's, it's really scary actually. Yeah. That's well, uh, they don't manage here. anything. <laughs> Period. Yeah, well, yeah. Down here, the only thing they manage for is predators. They, they want, they, for some reason they seem like they want the predators, you know, it's, it's awful funny. You can, uh, down here, you can uh, bait for uh, deer and elk, um, but you cannot bait for a, a bear. Yeah, we're the, we're the same up here in British Columbia and Alberta and uh, other provinces as well. Um, they, they're allowed to bait, but in BC, and it's funny because BC has more black bears than any other place in the world. Same. So, yeah, it's mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Even, for, even for wolves and stuff. Yeah. You can't, you can't bait in the wintertime or anything like that for them where i am you, you can't even hunt them down here oh, really? Really? yeah we're allowed three up here but i mean good luck but i know the trappers they do they do good with uh you know wolf and coyote management i, I got a buddy who's a trapper and he puts yeah. a good no we live population. in a, this state is pretty uh on the liberal side and it's uh makes it pretty rough um for not not so much where we live the the eastern side's you know pretty good and but you you go across the mountain and it's a different game yeah and we don't have much we don't have much say because we're such small population over here compared to the west side and yeah it's 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 tough yeah I bet. yeah so but that's why that's why i travel so much i get tired of being here yeah it's nice right now it's for sure nice well, but uh, go ahead so with all your hunts that you do i mean besides mm-hmm. your brown bear because i know that's your 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 main one that you want it's your dream yes yes what's your favorite animal to hunt i don't even care what stage or whatever like which one which one is the one that you're looking forward to yearly the most big mule there yeah all right yeah that's that's kevin too i mean man hardest target big mule deer that's the hardest Mm -hmm. one to get my opinion yeah yeah it is i mean you know they I, I, it's like a, you know, per se, this the bow hunting league. You know, it's it's ninety nine percent whitetail guys, and uh, you know they, they 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 talk about how hard these whitetails are, and I'm like, I I'm not gonna say that they're not, um, but the, the the difference is is for them for a lot of it, a whitetail can be patterned to a certain degree, and uh, and I'm not gonna say a mule deer can't but that's usually only when he has his velvet on. And then as soon as that comes off, at least down here, he's a total different deer and good luck. It's, I mean, I, I, I sat last year, the, the buck that I was trying to kill the big one I was telling you about um, counting morning and nights. I sat 21 different sits uh, waiting to try to kill him. I was letting my elk hunts go by. I wasn't going because I wanted to kill that deer. Um, and the last morning that I had to hunt here, because um, I was headed to Louisiana, I ended up shooting a 170 buck, kind of as a consolation prize. He'd come in, um, but yeah, it just—it's just—it's just hours of sitting there. And you know, I've—I've I've been where um, last year, for an example, I sat till 9:30 one morning, and um, he didn't come. And so I was like, shoot, I'm gonna get down and I'm gonna go get some. Uh, I have a little trough that I put some water in and. I said, I'm going to go get some more water and come fill it up. So I walked back to my pickup and I had, I have some, uh, a fire trailer that I use for on the logging side that I keep up there. And I hooked up to that and started driving in there and got right, 
just pulled up to the, just started to pull her up where I could see the tank and he's standing there drinking about 10, 15. He'd, he'd come in right behind me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, know, I think man. They're, 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 yeah. I mean, they're, they're beyond frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. No, they <laughs> you know, are. I spent, I've spent seasons looking for deer and I, I know like the years that I've had good success. I mean, I had a lot more success. I found when my kids demanded less of my time just because it allowed me to do a lot more preseason scouting and I got the bigger deer in the earlier September times of September yep. where they're still kind of doing the same thing and they're not so sporadic but one thing like mule deer man like you could be hunting an area that you would think would have great mule deer you know habitat and there's maybe one or no mule deer in it whereas whitetail is like you can just pattern you can pattern their habitat if you if you find a place where you think there's going to be, if you do enough whitetail hunting and you find a place where you think there's going to be mule or whitetail in there, there's going to be whitetail in there and there are going to be right. a lot of whitetail well, in there. Well, and the thing about a whitetail too, different than a mule deer is a, a whitetail is, uh, you know, they live in a small, they, they live in such a small area. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, a mule deer, that sucker could be, you know, one day he's here and next, next day he's two miles away. Yeah. Yeah. They cover so much ground. Yeah. 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 And that's, you know, and I, and I, and I, and that, you know, my, my hopes of, you know, or my, my dream of always killing that big deer has never happened yet. I've killed several in the one nineties, lots in the one eighties. Um, never, never broke the mark. I mean, I've, I've come close. Um, and I think that's probably why it's still my funnest thing to do is because I, I want to kill it. I want to kill that 200 some inch deer with a bow so yeah. bad. Yeah, and you know, I, I hunt in I hunt in Mexico every year, um, and uh, well, if I if I'd have ever hunted, got took the opportunity to hunt with a rifle down there, I could have killed several two hundred, and I and I yeah. just couldn't get to them with a bow and um, yep. a buck, a buck that I was trying to hunt down there a couple of years ago, um, kind of finally got him figured out, had him at one hundred and fifty yards the. The, the day before and, and couldn't just couldn't get any closer to was I had run out of cover and he he was just a little bit too far for me to shoot I I wouldn't shoot that far to mule deer um or an elk um you know they're just they're, they're just way tougher especially than like them pronghorn antelope you hit an antelope between the front leg and the back leg with a bow you got them mm -hmm. um and they're not going to go far um but you know a, a mule deer or an elk you'll run for miles yeah. And I just, I just never could do it. And last year was kind of funny. Um, so I, I'd went out that morning and I, I shot a 180 inch buck that morning and, uh, we were coming back to camp and this buck standing along the road at 54 yards. I was in the high rack with my partner down there. Um, and this buck standing there and he's like, man, shoot him. I'm like, I'm not going to shoot him. I said, I'm going to let, we had a friend of mine, an old guy coming down to hunt the next week. And I said, I'm going to, I want him to kill that buck. And the buck just kind of walked off with his does. And, uh, four days into uh, my, my friend's hunt, we finally caught him again <clears throat> and I uh, shot him and he was two Oh two. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah with but, a bow, I mean, with a bow in hand, it's chasing mule deers is a, it's, it's just a whole different element. Like it's a whole different league. Yeah. It's tough. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, and, and I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love to hunt elk. I've killed 39 bulls with a bow. Um, and 15 of them being over 300 inches, two of them that, uh, went over 400. 
Um, yeah, wow. That's big. I've killed some really nice bulls. Uh, my my best year I had, I killed a I killed a three ninety six, a three sixty three, and a three twenty four one year. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. The the elk. It's just something about like we're talking about there, like whitetail and elk. I mean, like elk, you can, you know, you could call them in. Yeah. Um, whitetail, you can pattern. I mean, you can even, you know, you can rattle them in a lot easier than than mule deer. Mm-hmm. But just mule deer, right. man, like they're just so they're so hard, and like those big mule deer are big for a reason. They're they're you oh, know they're yeah, just as exactly. sketchy as a whitetail. Right, and I'm not gonna take anything away from a whitetail hunter. I mean, them poor guys, they'll sit days and days and yeah. days in the same tree stand but that's because like we talked about a whitetail you know especially you know you get back in the midwest and stuff like that you know shoot there might only be a, a two acre track of trees mm-hmm. um and and that's where he lives and he ain't yeah. leaving that he's not going nowhere no, so you know it, yeah cares. yeah that's now what it's I, just like, a chess game of where he's going to come out yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. that's exactly that's exactly it. that's what i found with whitetails i mean like i you know, um, the whitetail, I, I just find nothing against whitetail hunters, but I find whitetail hunting a lot easier and it's a lot easier to pattern those bigger bucks than, than yep. it is to try to track down and, and you know, lo- locate a big, big mule deer and, yeah. and to harvest well, and, one. And I, right. And I'll, and I'll say this, you know, if, if a person just wants to kill a mule deer, just a mule deer buck, and I'm not saying any, you don't have to be any side it's it's truly it's pretty simple to kill just a mule deer buck yeah but to step it to that next level and kill a big one and it drive you if i drank mine i'd be drinking bottles of the day by hunting <laughs> yeah deer. yeah i feel like they're they're almost two different species between uh and i you know that's why i think well mule deer in general i mean because in the cities in the towns doesn't matter <laughs> if you live in canada or the u.s the deer uh-huh. you're going to see the majority of is going to be the white tail i mean sorry yeah. the mule deer so mm-hmm. and then you see those in mixed in with those you see those smaller bucks you see the you know the one two-year-old bucks but once they turn you know three four years old they're they're going into places where they don't want to be around anybody you know they want to yep. be you know you might catch them in the early you know in bachelor groups and then but later on yeah like yeah they're just they're, to me that just seems like they're just two different species of animals yeah i remember you know, last year in november like that's when our rut happens here mm-hmm. um or the main part of the rut I had a camera set up and it's in this corridor where mule deer just migrate through. It's yeah. a very, very small chunk, but they're starting to make a comeback here. And I think I saw nine different bucks in four days. Mm-hmm. Not once did any of those bucks come through that same main trail a second Ever time. Again. Yeah. It was just, so where they, you know, I suspect they know where they went. Right. But nowhere I can get them. And it's just like, it's just like they're cruising for does at that point and none here yeah. need to stay here. Yeah. Well, that's it too. Yeah, if they're chasing, if it's right before the rut and they're looking for does, man, they can cover a lot of ground in a short time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and something that I've learned too is, you know, I try to, except for this great big one, just because there's no opportunity because I, where he lives, um, I, I don't know how I'd ever get to him. He, he has me from every way I come. Um, I know where he, I know where he beds, uh, a lot of the times, but there's no way to, to get to that distance to be able to get him shot. And so I'm having to be the waiting game and hopefully he comes the way I'm going, the way I'm sitting. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's nice about them is they'll, you know, a lot of times if you leave them alone where they're bedding, they'll go right back to the same spot. Um, 
but once you bugger them, man, they, <laughs> it's a different ball yeah. game. And then, and then you might as well just quit hunting that deer for the rest of the season and wait and try to start patterning the next year. Cause you're going to run out of time trying to figure him out by then. Yeah. Yeah. man. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, did you want me to talk about like what hunts I have this year and stuff like that too? Yeah. It's quite the list. I think, uh, Kevin yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to hear them. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can, I'm going to see if I can do something here real quick. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I'm, I'm, I got to click off this cause I I'll mess this list up. I'll scramble it yeah. if I don't. Um, let me find it here. Let me get it. It's, it's a little bit long. Pete, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a busy it's, year. So your yeah. season is going to start in August. Yeah. And it's going to run how long? Oh, February. Wow. Yeah. It's um, like a dream come true. <clears throat> so my first You must have first. a rock star of a wife. No, I'm not married. Oh, well. My hunting career uh, caused me my marriage. Right, yeah. So, um, so, so here's what I've got. To, uh, so first part of well, August, my first hunt's in Utah on a mule deer hunt. And then uh, I go from uh, Utah to Oregon on another mule deer. Um, and then I, that's, those are both in August. And then uh, September, I, uh, I go to Kentucky on a whitetail, a velvet whitetail hunt um, down in central Kentucky. Um, and then I, <clears throat> I fly right off of that hunt. To Kentucky, I fly to uh, to Wyoming on an elk hunt, um, and that puts me till the I'm there till the 13th of September, and then I fly directly from there up to Alaska on a on a moose hunt, um, and I'm on that moose hunt until the 25th, and then I fly directly from there to an elk hunt in Oregon, um, and then I'm going to go in October, first part of October, I'm going to do a whitetail axis uh, sheep combo or try in, um, uh, in Texas. And then, uh, I'm going to go, uh, back to Alaska in October on a blacktail hunt, Sika blacktail hunt. Um, and then I'm going back in November to Alaska on a brown bear. Um, and then I've got, uh, my November is a, a black bear in, uh, in North Carolina. Um, you know, excuse me guys I missed one in October I have a uh, mule deer hunt in Idaho as well and then I've got a November mule deer hunt in Wyoming and then I've got in December I've got um, Alabama whitetail um, I've got uh, a snore mule deer hunt in Mexico I've got uh, another mountain lion hunt in December I've got an ad dad hunt in December um, I got invited to to come down to uh to uh, Nebraska and hunt a mule deer and I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it so that could be thrown in somewhere in, the, in those months I don't know yet it just depends if I got time um, of how fast I can kill something at another place um, and then January mule deer in Sonora and then I'll go back to Kentucky and do some doe slaying in, in January and then uh, I've got some um, another whitetail hunt in, in South Texas in, in January oh that's a busy yeah. That's a busy yeah. six, seven months there. Yeah. And then also, um, the one, these are confirmed. I mean, the other ones are confirmed too. They've been invites, but I just don't know if I have time. I also got invited to go down and shoot up to 15 alligators with my bow as well in, in, in Louisiana. Nice. So that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's, it's fun. So it, like I said, it's, it's a busy year. There's some great hunts. Um, 
but there's a little something that I'm um, in the process of doing. Um, I, I can't talk a lot about it right now, but it's going to be the first time that anybody, any, anybody's ever done this. Um, I'm going to, like I said, I, I can't talk a lot about it right now, um, but it's going to be pretty epic. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be about a three-year series of hunting um, to be the first person to ever harvest animals in, in certain places. And so, yeah, I'm kind nice. of looking forward to that. Yeah, that's exciting venture. Yeah, yeah, I think we think we can do it in three years. Um, so it'll be a total of uh, 50 animals in three years. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, and that's, that's cool. not counting that's not counting any uh, the other stuff that i will have it's just these 50 animals in three years is, is gonna it's gonna be a kind of a feat in itself to get it done so, so when you're when you're off when you're gone for that much and you're on you're on as much hunts as you are do you yeah. find it hard to to stay you know um like shooting your bow i find like if i'm going on a you know, five or like last year, last year I went strictly to bow or put the waterfall away, went only bow hunting. And then I found like, you know, you'd, you'd be shooting every day, every day, every day. And then you go on a five day hunt. And like, even if you didn't get a chance to draw your bow back, you come back and mm -hmm. you're, just, you're not as sharp as you were when you left. Do you find it hard to stay sharp with your bow or you've just been doing it so long that it's just second nature to you? Um, well, to be honest, Kevin, if you seen me shoot targets, you'd be like, you'd think I couldn't kill an animal. Um, <laughs> I'm a decent target shot, but I'm not a target shooter. Um, nope. but put, put, put four legs on that thing and make it breathe, yeah, and it's right. probably got a bad day. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I I'm going so much that, I mean, not not bragging at all, but I've been very blessed that most of my hunts, knock on wood, have been pretty successful, and so I am getting to draw that bow pretty much on every hunt. Right. Um, you know, I, I practice a lot during the summer. Um, you know, most people use like a 14 inch target. Um, mine's a four by four foot, four foot by four foot block target. So at least I can hit the target and say I'm still in it. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, no I shoot selfies decent, on those ones. No, no, I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just not a target shot. I don't care. I don't care about shooting yeah. targets and I don't know why I can't, I've tried to focus and shooting targets and, and, and pull into them and, and, shoot them just like i'm going to shoot an animal but it, it just i don't know it's 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 yeah, well, I don't it's, know. it's a different game pete and i have talked about that before i mean there's a big difference of shooting at a target shooting at a 3d target and shooting mm -hmm. at an animal when you're shooting at a target uh -huh. your heart's not pounding a mile a minute you know it's it's completely different and it all depends on how you handle the pressure yeah exactly i'll tell you the the, the most probably the biggest rush hunt i've ever been on to date was my cape buffalo in south africa Holy and God. that thank goodness when they come in i was i was sitting in a blind at a water hole and when they came in they're, they're about i don't know there was probably shoot 40 or 50 of them buffalo between bulls and cows and <clears throat> i literally <clears throat> sat there for probably oh gosh it was probably it felt like two days, but it was probably 20 minutes. And my pH kept saying, you're going to shoot him. And I was like, dude, I can't, I could not draw my bow. I said, I'm shaking so bad right now. I can't even draw my bow. <laughs> and, uh, and finally it worked out and I, I ended up shooting him and getting him killed. Really quick. Actually went, should he only went 50 yards and passed out. And that was it. Um, but, uh, no, that was that was probably my biggest rush hunt that I've ever I've ever got to do. Um, 
it was, it was, it was just super fun. Um, that's why I'm looking forward to this Brown bears. You know, I, I like the I like the thought <laughs> of they could get me before uh-huh. I get them. Yeah. Man. And, uh, you know, when you hunt an elk or you hunt a, a white tail or, or whatever it may be, you know, you don't, you don't got that opportunity. They're not going to come to you, you know? So yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of the hunted being hunted as well. Yeah. Yeah. That adds a definitely, I've never hunted, uh, never hunted brown bear. We, we had, we used to have a brown bear hunt up here, but then they took it away, but still that was on LEH only. So yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. never got, never got a draw. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty amazing. That's definitely a bucket list hunt for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I've, I've hunted Kodiak a lot, um, mainly for the Sika blacktail, um, and it's super, super fun. You know, I see the brown bears all the time, and I, I was like, first time I ever went, I was like, man, I got to do this. I got to come hunt one of these. Yeah, they're just so much different. Like I shoot a lot of black bears. We're allowed two up here, but it's just not the same thing. Right, 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 right. No, it's, it's not the same. And it's, uh, you know, I, I'm going on a black bear hunt this year that I'm pretty excited about. I'm going to, uh, <clears throat> to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. That's got, uh, heard that's got some good, the, the bears out there. They're pretty big. Yeah. They, I mean, shoot, they kill them five, six, 700 pounds there. Yeah. Wow. Um, <clears throat> you know, because those bears don't hibernate, they don't, yeah. they never hibernate and they, uh, all they want to do is eat. So I mean they get they get so big, yeah. And um, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun one. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot two bears hopefully in two weeks. So between a brown and a black. So oh that'd be neat. So, so that one down there, are they allowed to bait down there or is it spot and stalk? No, it's bait. No, okay. it's bait. Yeah, no, it's 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 sitting there waiting. But those um, are nice looking bears. They get down north. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever looked into it, Pete, but yeah I've uh, seen like brad pictures. said they don't hibernate so they just get huge like oh they, they get absolute giants you know and and just I, uh, fat like round just big, oh man big bears <laughs> i don't think i don't think i don't think they score good i mean because you would think a bear that big that they would score unbelievable yeah but they don't they're not a score out bear. i think they just they just get, i think the young bears just get huge because all they do is sit there and eat nonstop. yeah yeah yeah, well, and they don't hibernate, right? So they don't lose that. They don't lose any of that fat, and they just keep growing and growing and growing. But yeah, they get huge. They got nice. I've seen them before. I've seen guys yeah. out there hunting them and stuff, and yeah, they just get. They're just massive. But yeah, I don't think like they don't get like. We got a, a buddy up here. We had on, and he scored. What was that? What did Muck's bear score? Like almost twenty three. Yeah, it was. That thing was massive. Yeah, it had a head on it like, yeah, the size of. Yeah, well, it was huge. bigger than a basketball. Oh, way bigger. Yeah, it's like a beach it ball. It's huge. Yeah. It, that's uh that's pretty awesome. You know, that's why I got invited to go do it. And I'm like, man, I I mean, yeah, it's fun to hunt black bear. I went up to Alaska this year and hunted up and stuff and um you know I've uh I've killed a few, I've never shot a lot. I just I was never really interested in hunting black bears. I mean it's just a black bear to me, but um boy when they when they offered me this one i'm like oh, and they sent me pictures i was like holy heck emerson yeah. big old bear and so um i uh i'm looking forward to it i, I think it's going to be a blast and um yeah it should be fun yeah no doubt no doubt but, but uh yeah. yeah we i think we've taken up uh, a lot of your day already buddy um maybe yeah, we'll yeah, wrap no this worries. up hey pete yeah. yeah um we'll definitely 
we'll, we'll chat again at the end of this end of your season. And yeah, uh, if you guys want to do one mid season too, because I'll forget half of it. Time, time, <laughs> I can all the way through my season. People probably have some good selfies by then too. Oh, I'll have some amazing. Yeah, ones oh, in Pete, your, Pete will have good. some amazing selfies by that time. He, uh, yeah. you know, and they're gonna look <laughs> an awful like like your animals. <laughs> well, and like I told him, I, I told him, I said, you know, I said that's, you know, he was doing some stuff with a, a company, and uh, um, I was like, hey, you know maybe you're taking too many selfies i didn't tell him that (laughs) (laughs) no uh, doubt no anyways you guys hey thanks a lot Um, yeah where can everybody find and follow you and all that stuff uh on my uh facebook it's under bradley joseph clemens and then uh once also i have uh, a facebook page called the traveling bow hunter and then my instagram is the same the traveling bow hunter cool yeah we'll put all those up in the show notes but uh thanks for your time hey brad we'll uh yeah appreciate we'll it. you later and uh we'll, we'll yeah, talk to hey, you later pete you guys. yeah and i you appreciate bet. it very much well you betcha very okay, good, good luck with you. your hunts too yeah yeah thanks talk to you soon bye-bye Okay, guys, I want to thank you again for tuning into the Focus Hunting Podcast. It's coming at you as part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. Quick shout out to the sponsors of this show Vortex Optics, the best in optics, period. AKU Boots, yoke to your feet. Now, if you guys go check out the uh, show notes, um, you're going to find some promo codes, use them, save a bunch. And uh, if you guys could please leave us a rating or review, we really appreciate that. And uh, until next time, love you guys.